All right, welcome back to Web3 Whispers. Just two chats today because this is a uh, Web3 Whispers short pod. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just two chats. That's just it. two chats. No guests today, just guys. Two chats. Sorry yeah. about that. I mean, it's not for it's not for a lack of us uh, not being able to get someone on the pod. We just kind of want to do a short one-on-one episode. We're gonna call this, I think, a bite-sized episode. Name still to be played with. Maybe call we it. Should, a we should change it. Yeah, we're gonna do. What, sorry, I do uh, two chats, room. no gigabrains. <laughs> two chats, <laughs> no gigabrains. Yeah, no gigabrains. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to just be doing like a quick uh, bite-sized episode where we just cover, you know, um, several points each on what's kind of happened over the last week. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of you know, like it's been kind of a bloodbath. Um, yeah, nothing but, big. Yeah. Nothing really big has happened. <laughs> slow day encrypted. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> slow room, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but we're going to just cover some points. Uh, we're going to try to do it quickly. That way, like any of you guys that have that short car ride to McDonald's to pick up some French fries while you while you do some trading and lose all your money. Um, <laughs> On the way to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the way to work you can, McDonald's. You can listen to us quickly. But anyways, like with that, we'll, we'll get started. Um, I have four points to cover. I think Matthias has a couple too. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, let's get started. So Sweet. I think, think everyone knows uh, bloodbath last couple of weeks. Um, everything's down. Uh, but I'm going to cover some points, I think, mostly in the NFT space. And I'm sure Matthias has a lot of DeFi, DeFi points to cover. But um, so first big point, I think everyone has kind of seen on Twitter. But if you haven't, on May 9th, Zagabon, the Azuki founder, and now we know the Funks, Tendies, and CryptoZunks uh, founder as well, published a buy-up on his journey to Azuki. Um, blatantly transparent, to be honest. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really beat around the bush, but there is a lot of... I would say like pretty generous wording. Um, I think, you know, crypto kind of saw right through it and the project took a nosedive over the last four days. Uh, it fell from a price of around, I think 20 ETH to uh, nine ETH at the time of the pod. Um, I mean, honestly, like I think May 9th to May 10th, like every, I, if you didn't see a tweet with the word Zagabond in it, you weren't on Twitter. Uh, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, I think the overall message is that you know, funks, tendies, and crypto zonks were kind of rugs. And I think a lot of people have this perception that, you know, he landed on Zuki, it took off, and now he's riding it. Um, and I think that kind of begs the question, like, if Zuki hadn't succeeded, would that have been another rug? And I think that's the question a lot of people are, are left with trying to answer themselves. Um, yeah, Matthias, before I hop to the next one, any points on that? No, I mean, I, I mean, well, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> um, the only, I was going to say no, but um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a good question. What people should be asking themselves is like, when do people get reps in, um, like, when do they get their ad bats in the NFT space? Like, mm-hmm. if it's a, f- and then what, I think, yeah, key takeaways are like, when, when do you get your reps? Like, how are you supposed to learn in NFTs um, without, you know, failing? And then um, what does like a f- successfully failed project or successfully abandoned project look like? Right. So, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, it's those. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like in in uh, in the corpy world, like, you know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. serial entrepreneurs and I don't think they really get a bad rap. You know, they start their businesses, they fail, they move to the next business. But I think the problem here is that, you know, an NFT project innately, innately has stakeholders, whereas like in the corpo world, like you start a business, it doesn't succeed. Like you, un- unless you're doing like a services or a subscription based business or something like that, like you're, you, you don't really have people that are losing out. Like you have your investors and whatnot, but I think that the quantity of investors in a, in a new business is much smaller than, you know, the quote unquote quantity of investors in a, in an NFT project, especially if you're minting out like 10,000 NFTs. Right. So I think yeah. that's, that's, it, these are all things to consider. We don't want to talk too much on any one of these points because we're trying to make this short, but um, yeah, maybe we do, maybe we do beg some questions after, at the end of each of these points. But um, 
Yeah. So the next one is, uh, you guys all know, I think I, I suck a little bit of vivid dick on, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, vivid, the NFT project with its feet in pretty much every industry, um, announced their fashion line. They have some like 40 some odd styles they're releasing. Uh, they have puffers, button up shirts, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I think it's really cool because a lot of NFT projects mint out, then they drop a fashion line. It's usually just like a hoodie or a t-shirt. Uh, it's usually just like a picture of their, you know, base NFT somewhere on the shirt. Um, the, the, this fashion line is like very, very much streetwear. Uh, it's, they have like leisure, leisure fashion, everything. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's all Aki Bright inspired. Like a lot of it has Aki Bright's, uh, artwork on it. So if you guys don't know who Aki Bright is, he's the lead artist for the project and he's really well known even before the project. Um, but Zap who's heading up the he's their fashion guy at, at, uh, at vivid walked everyone through it in their ama they have like a cool little um skate-esque uh grungy fashion release video with some of their products um and it all looks really cool like it's definitely it's definitely doing something different and you know vivid has media guy they have marketing guys they have uh they have nell as their lore guy they have zap as their fashion guy and so i mean i think if you can read between the lines there they're going to be doing a lot more than just fashion and they haven't even minted yet so i think that speaks pretty highly of the project i love did it have, I think did you get dope. a chance to see that yesterday matthias the the video they dropped yeah. yeah it looks really dope i think honestly too people need to like look for these kind of things like what who's still building who's like you know powering mm -hmm. on like it's really kind of will give people like a a mentality like a little bit of a gut check like a mentality check on a lot of projects like are they getting discouraged is their messaging super bearish what is mm -hmm. it you know yeah so. and i think that's i think that also you know it, it gives some people insight into what a good project can do right like you you want to deliver i mean that's kind of been the theme for even like shogun war is delivering before um before the mint, mm -hmm. or in our case you know free mint and then deliver and then you know you start you start trying to monetize um and i think that's kind of the case here too yeah exactly i think and they, they have a really bullish um a really good like uh messaging and um yeah i think they're they're just getting started and it's a great yeah. time to get into things in the bear so yep um next point instagram will be supporting nft soon like twitter the platform uh i'm sure everyone knows this owned by meta will be support will support nfts on ethereum polygon solana and flow as soon as monday um today's may 12th so Monday of next week. This could be a huge way to introduce a lot of Web2 and normies to Web3 and the NFT space. I mean, I think Instagram right now, unless like, I don't know, I'm not really on Web3 Instagram. I'm not really in crypto Instagram. So I don't know how vibrant that space is. But um, assuming it's a lot smaller than crypto Twitter, I think that'll be a good way for uh, for NFTs to get some more looks from Web2 and hopefully get more people into this space. Yeah, I think it's good. I think this is what we're going to see uh, with mass adoption. It's really going to be like, Mm -hmm. more and more of these web two platforms having some kind of bridge even if it's you know if it's good or bad or some way some avenue for people to get into to web three yeah because i mean even outside of crypto so many people use social media as their means for for getting information so i think uh the more spaces we can get crypto injected into you know twitter instagram tiktok etc facebook even or uh, MySpace, if you guys are, <laughs> I don't know anyone that's using MySpace, um, but yeah, the, the more we can inject crypto into social media, I think the more we'll start seeing some, uh, some uptake on some mass adoption, which is, I think what we're all hoping, um, next point. So the Ragnarok reveal happened earlier this week. It was Monday, May 9th. Um, we, I, I'm sure you guys know, like we were pretty excited about Ragnarok still am the game looks really cool. They have a pretty stacked team as well. 
but yeah, so upon the reveal, there was a short swing up in the price. I think it went from 2.2 ETH average price to two and a half. Uh, but since then, the floor, floor price has dropped a bit to 0.9 ETH. Um, the game hasn't released yet, so still waiting to see what the price action is like once the game releases. Um, but yeah, that was my last point, Matthias. I don't know if you want to take it from there. Oh man, yeah, I know it's it's good. I mean, there's so much stuff going down. Like literally, there's a couple points that I think people need to really assess. So the the first thing is basically I, I want to tell people like somebody just lost nine million dollars getting out of the curve pools going mm. going from USDC or USDT to USDC like out of curve. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, keep in mind when you start making moves and stuff like that, like you really need to kind of take the emotions a bit out of it, position yourself so you're not over leveraged um, and not overexposed on a lot of these things because mm-hmm. it's just, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, they started with 15 mil and they ended with six or 15 yeah, five or whatever, huge, you know what I mean? Like, so you just basically chopped your, uh, your holdings in half. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's really I mean, rough, I think, but... you know, I think there's a lot of, I mean, sorry, just to go off that point, a little no, no, bit, there's going to be a lot yeah. of, I told you so's on Twitter. Um, there's going to be a lot of roasting on Twitter. And, you know, if you guys have been on this in the space for the last like couple of days, Twitter being the space, uh, I think you've seen like the toxicity levels are kind of, <laughs> are kind of at all time highs right now. And so I would just, you know, Matthias and I were talking a little bit before the podcast and I'd urge anyone that's kind of in that mental space right now, uh, mental negative space to, to, to uh, put down your phone and get off Twitter for a couple of days and yeah. try to try to touch some grass as we as we love to say roll around in the grass <laughs> pee in the grass you know do whatever you need to do yeah exactly I mean it's just gonna be really rough on Twitter unless you're like I don't know even if you're in it kind of doesn't matter what you're in it you're you're kind of down bad right now unless it's you yeah. know USDC <laughs> USDT is still depegging <laughs> a little bit so um but you can so that was one of the points I wanted to say if anybody was look worried about USDT. You can redeem um, one-to-one, um, and I've been, I think about 300 million has been done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to uh, their their um, Twitter, they have like a link and stuff like that. The founder has a link over there too as well, but I think it's just on their site. Um, I never got into it, so I never did, but I thought people, you know, just in case people are worried about it, just, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much, but yeah, it's, it's going to get a little wild here. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say, so basically main main thing was, you know, good news, KSI Crypto uh, lost $2.8 million. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Uh, but he did actually lose $2.8 million on Luna. Um, he had 157000 Luna, now worth uh, about $1,000. So insane. Bottom maybe in. We could be seeing something going up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see a recovery for Luna. I mean... There, uh, that was the other point was their plan kind of is basically just to get rid of all the bad debt. They're going to burn everything they can. I mean, they're trying to get everything basically um, just shored up. I don't know. There, there's so many projects that are built on top of Luna. Um, and there's so many funds that I think uh, that's like the other point I want to bring up was there's a lot of funds that were heavily into Luna. Mm-hmm. That we may see where that kind of spills over where they need to shore up their books. You know, yeah. like if they were up for the year 100% or whatever because of Luna and now they're down 100% um, and all their other, you know, their portfolio, they might just start dumping everything to kind of save it because it doesn't look like uh, the macro is getting any better. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things that I've been reading a lot on too is like really for recovery, it needs to be macro induced. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine like, you know, 
going into like a, a bear. I mean, we still have the war. We still have famine supposed to hit soon or whatever. Food shortages, all this kind of shit's going down. The the you know equities are in the dumps, just as bad. Not as bad as Terra or not as bad as Luna, but like uh, worse than Ethereum. <laughs> you know, like they're yeah. <laughs> you're, you're Netflix uh, stockholder from the top. Like you know, you're you're probably better off in Ethereum. But um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that could be we could see like secondary and tertiary um repercussions pretty soon here yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is like when something happens as quick and as violent as this luna collapse i mean i think you know a lot of people expect like you know things are over after like day three i mean i think we're going to start seeing mm -hmm. twitter simmering down for a little bit there might be a little bit of a of a rest period for some people but i wouldn't get too comfortable because like matthias is saying there there's definitely going to be some tech secondary and tertiary uh, implications mm -hmm. yeah exactly and i think i think people really need to kind of take a little time realize too that like last time luna depegged it took 10 days for it to repeg and that was mm -hmm. when it didn't death spiral death spiral so like you know this will go on longer than 10 days at least yeah so before people start trying to catch knives and shit um i mean yeah and wear some i think gloves. some people yeah exactly wear some wear some chain gloves or something like that but i mean the thing is too <laughs> like to, to keep in mind is like people i think i saw some comments on twitter they're like oh you know save save luna just burn get rid of ust and save luna and they don't realize like luna is ust like that's the whole thing yep. <laughs> like that's the whole like mechanism was that yeah. like i mean if there's know. if there's one big uh takeaway from this for me and i know like everyone this is going to be like fire on the ears but like please just do your own fucking research like we, yeah. you can't you can't use twitter twitter as your means for financial advice right now there's going to be so many opposing opinions and if you follow one side of those opinions it's going to seem like everyone's doing the same thing and that's just not the truth and it shouldn't be the truth i mean you should you should definitely second guess anything you see yeah i mean the other thing i would say is like that you know like a lot of these guys will larp on twitter like you don't know who is like actually doing well like i mean imagine you're in eth or whatever and mm -hmm. it dumps 50 percent, 90 percent, or you're in cardano or whatever it is it dumps a ton they're not going to admit that they, they they got wrecked like their whole yeah. persona that they like the only thing they have left is that their Twitter persona, you know, account, their, their Twitter account, essentially. So you can't say like, oh, yeah, I'm a shitty trader. or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dumb. And I just lost all my money. Like that's, mm -hmm. you know, like, you. so keep that in mind when people say like, oh, actually, I like, you know, oh, I actually shorted, I, I got out of the top, no worries. And I shorted it and whatever you're like, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah dude, definitely definitely second guess anyone that's saying they got out of the top and then shorted because i mean unless yeah. you're fucking unless you're fucking the the profit come again or something like i don't mm -hmm. think uh, many or people food. yeah the, the panda <laughs> if you're the panda then yeah you're good but other than that i don't know like it's just yeah most people yeah. are lying essentially <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of overarching themes here. I think, like from the week that we've learned. I mean, I think in the NFT space, uh, well, overarching for NFT and DeFi is do your own research. I mean, even like uh, with something like what happened with Zagabond, like you definitely want to be sure that you're confident in a project. But I mean, even even more than that, I don't know how much you can you can really, especially if someone's using pseudonyms, it's going to be tough to to really do your research on the founders from time to time. But I do think that um, this gives us a lens into, uh, 
you know, values within the team, right? Like if you do know a team's past projects, I think that it's important to go back, look into them, see, see how they're doing, see, try to, try to understand the history, try to understand the story, because I think that'll give you some insight into the founder mentality. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, too, like in this whole market, like nobody's coming out unscathed. Like it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much anybody, it, it, maybe there's a few guys that just got lucky or um, maybe Geo, Geo is fine, but anybody else that like <laughs> didn't just, you know, um, get out at the right time or something like that or happenstance or something like anybody that was like writing the market is probably fucked one way or the other, just like yeah. taking some losses. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Try not to beat yourself up too much if you are down. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, even in even if a project looks solid, like there's macro stuff that can kind of just make a difference because mm-hmm. there's so much psychological um, factors at play. Yeah, understand something that's you know macro market uh, induced. Understand the difference between that and something that's team or community induced. Right? Like it's yeah. going to be tough to tell which one's which. I think in this market. Um, but I think understanding that can help you kind of inform your decision to hold or sell. Yeah, exactly. Like I think Azuki's was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it may be just like a good time. You never know what was kind of in the background. So it could have right. been, you know, self-inflicted, like, maybe exacerbated by the market. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like people sometimes, I, I don't know what the strategy maybe was like, there could have been, some people were saying cool cats maybe were telling I this is all totally you know crypto here crypto twitter hearsay and like mm-hmm. rumors and stuff but like maybe you know Zagabon was getting blackmailed and then oh like you know maybe the strategy was to like drop this bad news in a bear because then they can blame it on the markets mm-hmm. uh you know like maybe people will be distracted then in a bull right. like short-term so, memory yeah i mean maybe it's a strategy maybe it's good maybe you know whatever i definitely get check out the azuki discord they do have a good write-up i think they're going to probably come back around mm-hmm. um so i don't i don't not too worried about nft projects to keep in mind may be more well collateralized than some of these DeFi projects that have all of their liquidity in their protocol mm-hmm. or that are not keeping their treasury very um safe yeah and you just i mean that's the thing is like we're not trying to beat down Azuki while they're down or Zagobon while he's down. But, you know, I do think that this gives us a lens into evaluating project teams and, and kind of put some more emphasis into that as well, which is something that we've been preaching on the pod. Yeah. I mean, the bull case is like, what else could be bad? You know what I mean? Like this is maybe yeah. just Azuki generational low and you just fucking pick up nine, 10 of them and it just goes back to 20. I don't, I don't even know what the floor is right now too. I think it's nine ETH. Nine ETH. Yeah. I mean, you know, started lower than that, right? So mm-hmm. you could make the hero play and just scoop some, scoop some zooks. But um, yeah, you know, and uh, Terra's up thirty four percent in the last hour, so you know, could be good. Yeah. We see in the bottom, we catching knives. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably yeah, don't. but I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, oh, but the yeah. other point. Oh, I was gonna throw out there real quick. The my last one was Bancor mm-hmm. three launched um you know oh yeah i saw that not, yeah pretty nice looks good looks clean mm-hmm. um i'm gonna have to check it out too yeah i mean they got a lot of stuff you know lower gas fees impermanent loss protection single-sided pools you know that all sounds um, nice yeah so real cool stuff i think we will see some, some nice uh crypto uh, like some good products coming out in this i mean I, like jesus christ are we in the bear finally like everybody's like yeah. we get we're going lower for sure no goblin town's not here like i feel like everyone's like trying to edge lord like us like <laughs> oh if you think this is bad like you know 
fucking just 2014 was terrible <laughs> like you know or whatever it was yeah. 16 you know like every yeah. every time they were there and you weren't like but it will yeah. be interesting to see like you were kind of about to get out there like you know mm-hmm. uh a lot of people are building a lot of people are planning on releases soon i mean a lot of the projects we've talked to that we've done podcasts with are delaying uh, yeah. because of the market and so it'll be really interesting to see the frequency volume and quality of the projects you know coming out of the bear market or maybe when things start to look a little bit better um, mm-hmm. and i think that'll be a, a cool time to be in the space especially i mean i think the space is interesting whether it's up or down obviously it hurts more when it's down and you know I, <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of a love-hate relationship when that happens but um i think it'll be even cooler and, and much more interesting and exciting uh coming out of this not just from a monetary standpoint but from a project standpoint and a project quality standpoint and even like a differentiation standpoint i mean there's so many teams that are building right now that are just kind of uh, twiddling their thumbs or you know waiting until things start to look a little bit better and there's a good entry yeah and i think the one last thing i was going to say is i think um osmosis if anybody's in it is uh, so like basically the rest of the cosmos ecosystem kind of got nailed a little bit more than the you know the the greater market did but mm-hmm. um just because they had a lot of ust incentives they had they were so like connected um and so they're working on actively kind of like mitigating those those damages moving you know removing incentives mm-hmm. to usd pools like all all this kind of stuff that um are luna pools that could be out of balance um yeah they're they're taking care of those and they're trying to like fix everything up so it's good to hear i mean i think it's uh that's the right thing to do right trying to recover when you're down yeah yeah i mean some of this stuff it's just i really do think luna the, you know it got too big people like actors with a lot of money like mm-hmm. I, I don't know like people think it's conspiracy theory i think it's it's probably something any degen would do if they had enough capital and were smart enough to do it mm-hmm. like you know if you're not in it it's like um just just wreck it and make a you know five billion dollars ten million dollars okay done <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like why why wouldn't they do that that's like literally what they do yeah if you see if an you opportunity at, there and you know you're gonna make money doing it like it sucks to say yeah. but like a lot of people would do it at the expense of others I mean, some of these when I don't know about these people or whatever who did it. I don't I don't know who did it or anything like that. But if you want to look at like, I mean, Soros did it to Thailand, like, like yeah. real people, <laughs> like not even like crypto, you know, these weren't pseudonyms. This was like a country. So if yeah. you think this hasn't happened before, like economic attacks, like this is what Satoshi and the Bitcoin maxis are always on about. It's like mm-hmm. this shit is real and they'll do it to you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. exactly but um so yeah a lot of a lot of points i mean i don't know do you have anything else to cover matthias no i think um bottoms in we're only up up from here i'm back to back to a bull i'm back to perma bull status <laughs> and uh you know i think crypto is going to live on whether whether one project or all the projects die or not you know yeah yeah still bullish on still still bullish on the space even in a bear market just exactly you know, who knows how long we'll be down but um, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I think there's, there, we covered uh, a decent amount of points there. We tried to do it quickly, make this a bite-sized episode for you guys. Um, anyone that, you know, was looking for a breath of, uh, breath of fresh air, because uh, <laughs> I think the last couple, or I should say last handful of episodes we've done, we've had a guest on every time. So we just want to start doing these episodes like once or twice a week, um, just so that people can, you know, listen to it quickly, get their news for the week and, and move on. Um, oh, yeah, I was yeah. going to mention. Oh, sorry. I was just going to no, mention go ahead, real Matthias. quick. Um uh, just as a for any shogis listening we're totally fine like nothing you know like we're we're moving away from eth or from sorry um from magic uh magic 
Um, we're staying on Arbitrum. So I think some people are confused. And I'll clarify in the, the Discord too. We're still mm -hmm. going to be on Arbitrum. We're not moving to mainnet, but um, we're moving away from uh, Magic Payments to ETH. And then, um, yeah, so that was that point. And then the last point I was going to make is, I think it's actually going to be nice around here because, I mean, we'll still be, me and Steve will still be here. Speaking for both of us, we'll still be here. We'll be, I think it's going to be more exciting because there'll be mm -hmm. less less noise and more like signal. Like we're going to see some real innovation now. And that's where, I mean, if you're looking for money, that's where everything, that's where the money's made. So we're yep. going to still A lot of money made in a bear market coming out of a bear market. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, All right, like guys. It. Well, uh, well, thanks for listening to our bite-sized episode. I think we're going to probably end up ending exactly at 25 minutes, which is what we were shooting for. Um, hope it's you guys enjoyed bite. listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit of a bigger bite, but still half as big as our normal bite. So uh, this yeah. is like a this is like a fast food meal. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, thanks guys for listening. Let us know. Let us know if you'd like us to change up the structure of this or what your thoughts are. We always appreciate any feedback. But yeah. Anyways, have a good day, guys. Peace. Later.